welcome to a photosynthesizingly wishful episode of the Book Bugs podcast. In this podcast, the Book Bug and I read a book on our own and come together to discuss it. We are your hosts, Lena and Morgan. Sophia is piloting a submarine in the Mariana Trench and is unable to take part. The book up for discussion today is Wish Tree by Catherine Applegate. Red is an oak tree who is many rings old. Red is the neighborhood wish tree. People write their wishes on pieces of cloth and tie them to Red's branches, along with a crow named Bongo and other animals who seek refuge in Red's hollows. This wish tree watches over the neighborhood. You might say Red has seen it all until a new until a new family moves in. Not everyone is welcoming and Red's experience as a wish tree is more important than ever. Oh, Lena, should we make a wish tree of our very own? Yes. Yes? Yeah. I think that sounds like a great idea. Which tree? Probably not the one that's dead and has no branches. The one in our front yard. What about the one in the side yard? Because the one in the front yard, the branches are really tall. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Nothing to add to that? No, not really. Okay, that's fine. Maybe we could, like, have some of your friends, do too. Have some of my friends? Yeah. And some of your friends? Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea. We'll have to figure out when that is, and we'll, we'll have a wish tree day at our house. Yeah. Okay. I bet there's a traditional day if we look it up. Traditional. Yep. I can say that word correctly. Traditional. <laughs> so, Lena, why don't you go ahead and tell me your thoughts on this book? Well, I thought this was... This was a very good book. I know I say that about all the books, mm-hmm. that like all of the books that we do probably, but this is probably one of the best so far. Yeah, I This was a really agree. good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, loved some, I loved all the illustrations they had. They were so detailed and yes. good. Mm-hmm. I, I just loved them. Um, <laughs> I liked all the names. I did too. My favorite was Bongo. Bongo. Bongo I actually wrote down how all the animal species got their names. Do you want to hear them? In a minute. Okay. Let me let me finish some of my things. Okay. Um. Well, later, like when we do the recommend, I just want to say this. Um. I I would recommend this book for people who like happy endings. Yes. I this completely was, agree. This was such a good book, and it had such a like a happy ending. It was a very satisfying ending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with that completely, because it could have ended badly. It could have definitely ended very badly. Like how the story was going, it seemed like this wasn't going to be like a happy ending story. Mm-hmm. It seemed like Red was going to actually be cut down. Yeah. But then he wasn't because all the animals ran in. Yep, all the animals saved him and the kids saved him. Um, Red is the oak tree that is in danger of being cutting down because someone carved the word leave into its trunk. One of the families that lives under Red's shade tree is a Muslim family, um, a first in their neighborhood. And they deal with, um, not super directly, issues of racism in this neighborhood. It's not a book about racism 
But there is a little bit in it. It is a definite theme in this book um, and how kids and grown-ups interact with each other when they are unsure of someone new. Yes. And how a neighborhood can react poorly and, on the flip side, in a very positive way to a family that's different than them. Definitely. We really see both sides of that. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not... I wouldn't say the book is all about race. Would you agree? Yeah. And religion. Um, Our main character, one of our main characters, Samar, her family is Muslim, and her mom wears a headscarf. Um, That's really all we hear about it, Then, and that's how we know that they're different. Um, And at first, all we know is that they have darker skin, Mm -hmm. and that's it. It's really not made... (sighs) Christina Applegate did an amazing job of not making that. She's not beating you over the head with it. It's implied, and she trusts the reader smart enough to understand the implications of what that means to be a Muslim in a predominantly white, very possibly predominantly Christian neighborhood and how that can be scary for um, the family and for their neighbors. Mm -hmm. A lot of people... A lot of their hatred comes from being scared of the unknown. Yes. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What, are, what are some other thoughts you had? Um, I didn't really write a whole lot down as I read because I just kind of wanted to keep reading. Oh, that's fair. I wrote enough down for both of us. Okay, good. As long as you can participate talking with me and not just stare at your phone. Are you reading the outline? Yeah. That's acceptable phone usage. Okay. So you want to hear how the animals all got, how they name themselves? Yes. Okay. So there's a wealth of foresty animals that where we live, we're very familiar with, right? We live somewhere where mm. there are all these animals. Yes. And oak trees. That's, yes. That's mm-hmm. because we have a big tree in our yard and then we have lots of birds and oh. lots mm. of animals. Remind come me by. to talk about our woodpecker <gasps> when oh, I'm done oh, with oh, this. Oh, okay. Okay. I love our woodpecker. So in this book, this, all of the animals have names. Um, the parents, the kids, all of them have names. And they're the, each species of animal decides on their names in different ways. And I love it. Um, squirrels, all squirrel names begin with the letters S-Q-U. So like squirt, mm-hmm. that could be a squirrel name. Opossums are named after something they're afraid of. So there was what one was named after like a big hairy spider. Yeah, it was like big spider or something. Yeah, this little possum named after a spider. It really cracked me up. Um, crows, really anything. Crows name themselves after anything, and they don't stick with their names. They are known to change them. I I like like I like the the animal. I forgot what animal it was, but they they're just like. They, they would, like, forget the name, so they would call them just, like, oh, possum yeah. number one uh, or something. A raccoon. Yeah. And all the, the mommy raccoons' babies were all named you because mother raccoons are notoriously forgetful. Yes. Yeah. That's what the book says. So they're all named you. Yeah. Um, skunks are named after pleasant scents. So things that they like the smell of. So... And owls are sensible, no-fuss names. So, like, Edward would be a good Edward. owl name. 
or Edward the Owl. Catherine. Catherine. Very sensitive, sensitive, sensible name. Sensitive name. Sensitively sensible. Selena, if you were a skunk and you were named after your favorite smell or one of your favorite smells, what would your skunk name be? Food. (laughs) Just food in general? Yeah, I like the smell of food. Not just one specific food? No, not really. I like smells of a lot of food. Oh, okay. So I'm just going to say food. <laughs> just Okay, that's fair. I think mine would have to, and I know there was one of the skunks was named Fresh Baked Bread. That would be a good one. That's a good smell. Oh, yeah. He was like, he was. I think what, that was, was that the mommy skunk? Yeah, it was It was something like that. What What was the name of the the little one that came in? Is it Rose Save Petal? The tree. It was something like that. Yeah. Something. It has been over a week since we read these, to be fair. We're not as fresh as we should be. Yes. Yeah. Because we, we're going to do this one last week. Life gets in the way. And yep. here we are, back at it, having super amounts of fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I really appreciated, too, Catherine Applegate, how she talks, how the animals in her tree are unique. Um, she's very um, honest about how nature works. Not all animals are friends. Some of the animals in real life in that tree would have tried to eat the other animals in that tree. Yes, definitely. And she was upfront about that, and I really there, appreciate that. Weren't there like raccoons and possums and birds and squirrels and squirrels? Yeah. Weren't there like a little mice family or something there too? Mouse family? I don't remember a mouse family. There was something little that was living inside there too. Very possible, I and I missed it. But yeah, the I mean. They would not have all gotten along. They Animals compete for food sources and shelter. So they wouldn't have all lived in harmony in a big tree like a Disney movie. Yes. That's unrealistic. So I really appreciated that. Oh, my goodness. I kind of thought of, of this story kind of like a Disney movie kind of too. Did you? Yeah, like if like Disney made chapter books kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, this, this is what I would think of it. I get that. Um, just because of like all the animals are in like harmony, kind of, and like there's a big happy ending. There is. You're right. So we find out that Samar's house is they're having neighbors driving by and yelling mean things. Maybe not even neighbors, but people that live in the town, maybe. And their house is egged. The tree is egged. Yeah. Um, and so that's why they're threatening to cut down the tree. The owner of the because tree. Because people are like doing that. Right. The tree is really old, so the roots are getting into the pipes, and it's just causing more trouble than the owner thinks it's worth. So she's thinking, we need to cut this tree down. It's got the word leave um, etched into it. Is etched what I wanted to say? I don't think so. Carved. Carved. Carved into it. Um, a young man drove by. Or walked by and carved it out of the tree trunk with a yellow screwdriver. <laughs> um, Didn't he, like, leave it and they found it or something? That's very possible. That I don't remember. Um, and I know just reading that, I felt so upset that the whole, their family was being treated that way. What did you feel? Yeah. It was, like, sad. It was like- sad. Can you imagine doing that to, to one of your neighbors? Wanting them to leave and egging their house because they're different than you are. I would be, I would like on a cool day, like I would just like sit outside and like 
wait for them to come by and figure out who they are. Yeah, and then do what? Call the police. Oh, smart. She Call is the police. Much less vengeful than her mother is. <laughs> Mr. Police. <laughs> Someone egging a house um, in a tree. I learned a new word in this book. And anytime yes. I learn a new word, I get very excited. What word? Crepuscular. I must have missed it. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that correctly. That's so hard when you read a word in a book and you don't know how it's actually said. What? Do you know what it means? I do know what it means. What does it mean? It means that and it's an animal that is especially active around sundown. So like dusk. Mm-hmm. When the sun is going down and at dawn when the sun is coming up. So there are certain animals that are more active at sundown and sun up. That's crepuscular. Not me. Not you. I'm not more oct- active at dawn. More at nighttime. I'm more yeah. of a nocturnal creature, yeah. which does not bode well for my morning are, job. Like, cause like, like when we would, when like I would like go into your room and we would mm-hmm. have a talk. We would just keep talking know, and talking talk all and, we, night. and we wouldn't get tired at all mostly. We would just I, I used to get in talk, trouble. Talk, I used talk, to do talk, that talk, to my talk. mom too. I wouldn't talk mm-hmm. most of the day and then as soon as the sun went down, it I was wouldn't just be talk, quiet. Talk, talk, talk. Yeah. I still do that. I could talk all night long. I know, so could I. <laughs> so the wish tree has its origins in Ireland. Did you mm. read about that in the book? No. Yep. Um and we find out that the lady who owns the land that the tree is on her ancestry is irish so it was called uh raggy tree raggy back in tree? ireland raggy r-a-g-g-y people would tie rags into the tree with their wishes on them so it's a raggy tree um and it was traditionally a hawthorn tree a what a hawthorn i don't think we have a lot of those around here you know a hawthorn tree brandon why don't you know all the trees <laughs> so Brandon doesn't know about hawthorns. I don't know that I've ever seen a hawthorn tree. I've never heard of that tree. Yeah. Well, some of the wands are made out of hawthorn in Harry Potter. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. producer is showing me a hawthorn tree. I have never mm-hmm. seen one, but they're beautiful and mm-hmm. I want one. Let me see. Okay, those are beautiful. We need one here. Yep. I wonder if they would survive in our climate. Probably not. I don't know. So anyway, this raggy tree in this book is renamed a wish tree, and it's an wish. oak tree. An oak. Ooh. A sturdy oak tree. A walk tree. <laughs> um, I really liked, read at some point, said that trees need to stand tall and reach deep. That um, really resonated mm-hmm. with me. Lena, did you have something to say? No. No. You like stand tall. Stand tall. Deep. She was raising her hand. I got confused. Stand tall and reach deep. So you put your roots down deep and you stand tall. Um, I really, really appreciated that because I need all the help I can get to remember to stand tall and stand mm. my ground and be confident. I struggle with being confident. Be confident. Yeah. Do you ever struggle with being confident? Mm, no no you're always confident all the time you're never nervous about doing something i'm nervous at like auditions but that's it yeah i am also i still shake at auditions for plays can't musicals are worse 
I shake the whole time. And I do it all the time, but I still get nervous. So maybe next time each of us auditions, we should remember to stand tall and reach deep. What do you think? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Um, we also learned what a group of hummingbirds is called. Do you remember this one? No. No? It's called a charm. A charm of a hummingbirds. Charm. If you have a group of hummingbirds, it's called a charm. I like that. A charm of hummingbirds. Yep. We call Sophie a hummingbird. So if we had a bunch of Sophies, it'd be a charm of Sophies. That's something that would be um, require a lot of energy to deal you with. You know what we need to get Sophie? What? We need to get Sophie like, like a like a bracelet and mm -hmm. we should find a bunch of little hummingbirds and oh, stick so them on it. it would be a charm charm bracelet. Yeah. That's amazing. Hello Christmas idea. You're okay, welcome. I hope you're not listening to this before we, Christmas. We won't let her listen to this one before <laughs> Christmas. We'll just By tell the her. time this comes out, I will have forgotten this happened. <laughs> oh well, because I've also forgotten that idea so this will remind me that I was going to do that. Okay. Good and bad. Good and bad. Good and bad. Well, um, we'll do you just have to like listen to them before then. Do you know any other groups of animals, what they're called? No, no? not really. I know a couple. What? You want to learn them? Yes. Uh, shiver of sharks. <laughs> I learned that in a book group I'm part of. If any of you parents out there read Penny Reed, she's got a group on Facebook. And they're Penny Reed sharks, and they call each other shivers. Shivers. Mm-hmm. Or... Crows. Crows are in this book. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a group of crows. I what is a group of crows called? Um, I forgot. You forgot? Yeah. It's a murder. Oh, yeah. A murder of crows. At some point, our dear producer friend and I had a discussion on what it would be called if there was a group of us around. And he would be a vest of Brandon's. And I would be a confusion of Morgan's. What which I also I decided be? was going to be my autobiography title, should I ever write one, which I will not because I cannot write. What would mine What would be? you be? Hmm. What do you think? Any ideas? A potato of Lena's. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm not sure that makes a lot of sense, but I'm into it. You love potatoes. I do. Yeah. Potatoes are great. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I love potatoes. Yes. So, Lena, if you were going to write a wish on a tree, would you share with us what it would be? If you want to keep it private, that's okay, too. I have to think. You have to think? Okay. I'll think about mine, too. I would wish for some new tools. I want to start woodworking. I have this cool plank that I have that I found that washed up on the shores of Lake Michigan over vacation, and I want to do something cool with it. But so far, all I've done is sand it, and then I just sit there and look at it confused. No, I yeah. Um, this is just because, like me, I am hungry all the time. Sure. So I would wish for like something where I could like. I could just, like, think what I want for food, mm -hmm. and then I would get food. And it would just appear. It's like a magic <laughs> power. So I, like, hone this out and, like, put a little piece of paper. I want this, and boom, Ooh. I got it. What do you think you would wish for the most? KFC. KFC. <laughs> but not the actual chicken parts. 
the sides. No, because I tried the new popcorn chicken. Oh, okay. So I want popcorn chicken uh-huh. and some sides. And some sides. Mashed potatoes, no gravy, and mac and cheese. Yes. What about the biscuits? The biscuits are the best part. I'm not a huge fan of the biscuits. But they're the best part. Fine, I'll get some biscuits. <laughs> Just for you. <laughs> I like to put honey on them. They're delicious. <laughs> Ooh, now Here's the note. I wish <laughs> I could wish for some Dutch apple pie right now. I think we might have to stop at home or at the grocery store and get some pie on our way home. Or how about I just write it down? Okay. <gasps> oh my gosh, it's a pie Here you go. right on the table. I'm so excited. Oh, thank you. It's very hot. I'm going to have to wait to eat it until after the show. Or you can just... You just shove it in my face? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like just, that'd be really messy. Just do it. <laughs> just right now. Do it. Look, right. I'll take some. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> This is nonsense. You're silly. Uh, so Samar, her her wish, she's the first one to tie her wish onto mm-hmm. the tree. Do you remember what her wish is for? Wasn't it like a friend? A friend, yeah. Do you know some kids that that might be their wish? Mm, no. No, everybody has a friend. Most people have friends. Yeah. I think maybe like a best friend. Because I know growing up I had a lot of really good friends, but I don't know that I had a best friend. I have a best friend. You do have a best friend. She's finally moving. Back. You need to stop whispering. Okay. <laughs> I got a best friend. Yeah, you do have a best friend. And she's moving back this week. Yay. And it's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a couple best friends. One of them's in this room. And it's not you. No. <laughs> You can be another one. No, you told me we can't be friends because I'm your mom. When? Last week. I said I thought we were friends. And you go, you're not my friend. You're my mom. Yeah, that sounds like me. Rude. (laughs) First of all, how dare you? I am a cool friend, right, Brandon? He says thumbs up. So there you go. He could have just said something no <laughs> why <laughs> i don't know i'm not mic'd <laughs> yeah he doesn't have a mic we're gonna have to change that at some point yeah. <laughs> um he needs to be in one yep so steven do you think he wants to be her friend and he just doesn't know how to be steven is the boy that lives next door yeah yeah i think so too so lena yeah it's time for your favorite segment yeah! What's it called? Guess how many times mom cried. But you say that in a way that we can understand it. Guess how many times mom cried. Yep, where Lena makes fun of how often I cry. All right, lay it on me, Lena. What's your guess? Well, you already told me that you... It's like one at least. At least once. I'm going to go with one, two, five. Oh, you overshot again. I cried three times. I was going to shoot one to three. Man, what a bummer. So my first time is when Steven, Red sees Steven, and he sees that he wants to be Samar's friend. He goes, that's a wish. And that made me tear up. I teared (laughs) up when um, the night before... Red was going to be cut down, where mm-hmm. he just kind of resigned himself 
that he yeah. was going to be cut down and it was time and all the animals had found new homes and he'd seen enough. He'd lived long enough. That, and Yeah, that was sad. And it was, it was okay to be done now. Um, that really harkens, it makes me think of, you know, we've lost older relatives and, you know, they live their lives and they're happy and it's okay to be done now. That was really hard to read. Yeah. But then comes the big cry. <laughs> where I started crying so loudly and so suddenly and so violently that I scared your dad. (laughs) (laughs) We were both reading in bed, and I just start sobbing. Can you guess when that was? I'm not super sure since it was like a week ago. It was when it was Wish Tree Day, right before the tree was going to get cut down. And Samar wished for a friend, and someone had carved the word leave into the tree. Yeah. And all of a sudden, kids from the school start showing up. Oh, yeah. And then teachers. And all of them tied the same wish to the tree on a note card. And it said, stay, and I'm crying again. (laughs) (laughs) It just really got me right in the heart. Um. So originally Stephen had talked to his class to get them to do it, but then other students in the school heard, had told like others, and they wanted to participate. And soon it's the whole school, and it's the staff of the school. And working in a school environment, um, I can see that happening, and I can see the teachers and the students rallying to do something kind for one of the students that was. That just really, just, oh, the tears were flowing for a long time and just could not go. <laughs> like, they want them to stay. <sighs> Very emotional. That's the stuff that gets me. <laughs> so, Lena. Yes. You know how we're always told not to judge a book by its cover? Well, we're going to do exactly what we shouldn't. Let's judge a book by its cover. Yes, let's look at the cover. I dropped the book. I'll get it. (laughs) Got it. Okay. Let's hear it. What are your thoughts? The cover we have is a dark blue with a big oak tree on the front with some pretty leaves. I think the cover goes very well with it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm going to agree with you. I originally thought, well, maybe it should have some animals on it. But it does. It, oh, it does. It, oh, look, it now has that a it's lot. up close to my face, I can now see that. There are, there's an owl and some skunks. And there's, there's something and up there's in the branch. Crow, and there's some wishes tied to it. So, yeah, really honestly, pretty solid cover. Mm-hmm. You know what this is about. Yep. There's going to be wishes. There's going to be animals. There's a big old tree. <laughs> There's some leaves. It's nighttime. The tree is big. I didn't talk about the woodpecker. Talk about I'm it. I'm going to talk about the woodpecker. We have a woodpecker at our house, and he's an idiot, and I love him. He's the dumbest woodpecker. In Early in the morning, he'll sit on our drain pipes and, and peck, on, peck on the metal Early in the morning, right outside my bedroom door. And it's usually like in the like 
early the school. The sun is coming up. And early <laughs> school, and he'll just peck on it. Yeah. Wake up! Trees are not good enough. I want the metal. I'm going to live in this metal drain pipe. <laughs> and I want to peck on it. Yeah. I just think that that would have to hurt. I guess I don't know how there are probably not a lot of nerves in a bird beak. I don't know. I am not an ornithologist, which is a bird scientist. You're welcome, new word, again. I don't want new words. I'll go with the ones I have. That is a sad statement, Lena. I don't care. New words are like keys to new doors. I love new words. New words are great. So I know a lot of kids that participate in the Accelerated Reader Program. So if you are a participant, this book is aimed for fourth graders, and it is worth three points. I'm actually surprised it's not worth more. I guess most of the vocabulary is pretty basic, but there were some new words like crepuscular, and we learned uh, corvid, which is, I believe, the scientific name for a crow. So I learned some new stuff in this, so I'm surprised it's not worth a few more points. Yeah. So, um, if even if you don't participate in the Accelerator Reader Program, knowing that it's aimed towards fourth graders is great at helping you figure out who should be reading this book. And speaking of who should be reading this book, Lena, who would we recommend this book to? Um, I already said what I thought. People who like, People happy, like happy endings. endings. Mm-hmm. I would say... And fantasy. And fantasy, because we all know trees can't really talk. Neither can crows. Well, they are good mimics, but they don't they actually don't have talk. conversations. Not in the way that we do. I would recommend it to kids that maybe feel left out sometimes, that they yes. might want a friend. Kids that maybe feel different or look different and are in a neighborhood where they maybe feel like they stick out a little bit. Or if you're in a neighborhood where you have somebody that maybe is different and you're not sure how to approach them, this is a great a great book for you. Girls and boys, any age, I very much enjoyed this book. Um, I liked it okay. Like I was like, this is a fine book. It's cute. I get it. I get it. And then I cried like an idiot for a long time and went, nope, this is a great book. <laughs> I think any book that can make me feel that strongly is pretty well written. Thank you for being with us. Next week we are reading Hattie and Hudson, written and illustrated by Chris Van Chris Van Dusen. Don't forget to visit your local library and keep reading. Thank you to our producer Brandon Clark, and you can find us on social media on Facebook at Book Bugs Podcast, on Instagram at Book underscore Bugs underscore Podcast, and on Twitter at Book Bugs Podcast.